What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this week is episode two, the fallout of the Masters. Uh, just we're gonna recap the Masters again. Uh, go through the RPC heritage, some other news stories in the world of golf, mainly Zalatoris being done for the season. A uh, couple of questions that we didn't get to last week: course difficulty, uh, as well as our tour picks for this week, and our bucket list courses for just in the world, and then the top five courses we want to play this year. And then if we get to it, creating a tour pro. So let's get into it. Uh, oh, man. Round That's two, here cool. we go. Um, <laughs> John Rahm wins the 2023 Masters. Huge. 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 At minus 12. Um, Great for the program. I, I putt. I putt again. I putt again. I'm done. That was how his tournament started huh? with the four putt on. One. <laughs> I was like, "What the? I thought you were having a stroke." <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's a, that, that's a Sevy quote. Okay. So he's talking about that like, after I'm... the first round. Um, insert uh-huh. clip here if I can find it. Um, him talking about Sevy saying he he's gonna he puts he puts again and again and then he's done because he four putted. I was so confused. I was like, what are we talking about right now? <laughs> Did you watch any of the post-round conferences? I, I, I didn't have that time watching the post-round conferences, unfortunately. So I that's how I know that Kepka on the final round was complaining about uh, the slow play because mm-hmm. five hours and 20 minutes is very long for a PGA Tour player. I don't know. I've played tournament rounds I don't know. that are. I don't think it is. How, what, what? Like, I've played tournament rounds yeah. that are five hours, 20 minutes. I don't think it matters what level of golf you're playing at. If you're playing at that level, you should be able to, like, uh, you should be able to manage. It doesn't, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how long you're out there for. Like, I understand, like, Rom and Kepka are kind of, like, they're fast players. But, like,. Again, it's the PGA Tour. It's the Masters. They want everyone to go out and play their best. And if it's taking forever because you're standing over a ball where this next shot could cost you a couple hundred thousand dollars, I would take my sweet-ass time, too. Oh, yeah, you're taking your time. Like, it's for thousands of dollars here. Like, why? I don't know why we're complaining. I, I think it's just because he is going to fuel all the live haters with him failing in the last round because he doesn't know how to play 72 holes anymore. Cannot play 72 holes. Someone's definitely going okay. to um, like bug him about having to wear pants, too, for the, this week. Oh, yeah. You know what was interesting? I I don't know if I haven't heard anything about this. Maybe you can fill me in. He wasn't wearing any of his live golf team stuff. No, he was not. He's still under Nike contract. Okay. So I, I hadn't looked at any further into it, but I was I was like, that's strange that he's like the only live guy out there that's not wearing his stuff. Yes. So he's still under his Nike contract. So that's um, why he was still in Nike. I believe he still wears Nike. When he's on live too, if oh. I'm not mistaken. Interesting. 
Um, I'm surprised Liv's allowing that to happen like, at all. I feel like they would have either bought that contract out or something. I don't know. Um, they paid like a couple, like I think it was like $200,000 more for Brooks than Bryson. Because mm. I, 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 they signed like a week apart. Yeah. And I think Brooks was waiting for Bryson's contract to be released and go from there. Just, just wanted it to be more. Yeah. <laughs> Not funny. to mention, like, what, Bryson missed the cut? Yeah, he missed the cut. Yeah. A lot of Lib guys made the cut, which, I mean, like, for them, they. Nothing. Anything about them playing on Lib doesn't mean they're bad golfers. It just means they're. I don't know. But. I don't know where I was going with that. You got you got that part out. I just I completely blanked. Well, well like what what you're saying is it's not like they're bad golfers. I just find for me personally, it's hard to follow. It is definitely um, different, and like the team aspect. Yes, team golf is awesome, but it feels like I'm watching college golf. Yeah, because. The team aspect in college golf is the very very similar to the team aspect in live. It's not like where your match wins you a point, your whatever. It's here's are the our top four scorers, and that's our team score. Like yeah, yeah. I think I think we said the same thing last week. If they want to push that match, that team golf, they need to switch to match play and like all the shot different aspects of that because right now what they're doing is just regular golf with the sideshow yeah and granted like um they played well like they coming out um mm-hmm. the other phil mickelson thing... shot a 65 on sunday that like how good's that 65 is insane especially on like a place like augusta and he's 52 yeah i like, got that's like that's so good. It's, uh, yeah. Like the the one the one thing that I love is the first withdrawal of the tournament was Kevin Na on uh, Thursday. He was paired up with yeah. Mike Weir, sure. and Mike Weir went out and shot one under for the day. Yeah. And then Kevin Na the shot four four over and was like, "No, screw this. Yeah, I'm out of here." But but it was yeah, nice. Phil, it was nice to uh, see Mike Weir playing well again. Yes, it was. It was good to it's good to see our old Canadian buddy up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Phil Kepka, Reed, um, and yeah, Phil Kepka and Reed all live golfers, all in the top ten. Thirteen of eighteen of them made the uh, thirteen of eighteen of the live golfers made the cut. I don't know. I. I I think it was every, the the showing for the live golfers is going to be smudged by Brooks's choke on Sunday, but I feel like it wasn't a bad. It was a good weekend for those guys. Like they they showed that they can still golf well. Yeah, and it wasn't as bad as last year at the Open. No, because at the Open, I believe majority, if I'm not mistaken, majority of the guys from Live that played in the Open didn't make the cut. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, so it's a definitely a better showing than the last major. Um, I will be excited to see what happens from now until the PGA. Because mm-hmm. 
like yes the pga championship isn't run by the pga tour it's ran by pga of america but whether or not like the whole point system and who comes up and who comes down because akshay but batia is going to be coming out hot after this week when he places a top 10 um oh oh is that a a, uh, prelude to the your pick later later on in the episode here if akshay's in the field i'm picking him just so you know (laughs) okay um but yeah so like i i have a feeling there's gonna be a lot more younger guys who are like just recently got their their card from corn fairy and they're gonna be Mm -hmm. pushing up in those like into that top 100 the top 50 like pushing 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 i would say that i would expect at least some of them to be in the pga if not the u.s open as well um whether or not they qualify or they get exempted in so i would want to i'm curious to see which live guys fall off in the world rankings between now and the pga or the u.s open down the line Mm -hmm. yeah yeah good uh point all right rbc heritage rbc heritage rbc heritage i'm looking forward to this weekend because it's a it's the weekend after the masters so guys are still gonna be they're still gonna be at, at the top of the game because they, they're kind of trying to peak right here but they're everyone's gonna be a bit more relaxed having fun out on the course it's gonna be kind of a good good follow-up it's uh, a designated event so all the fat heavy haters are gonna be out there uh, your guy actually is going to be out there. Um, let's see. Rory so find withdrew. A list of, uh, Rory withdrew, which uh, we can talk about this later. We can talk about it now. Do you think that's going to affect his pit money? Because uh, through the rule of the designated event, you're only allowed to withdraw, withdraw from one designated event. And as soon as you withdrew from more than one, you... Uh, may not be entitled to your full amount of pit pit money. So yeah, but I also think that they should restructure the pit because, like, Tiger Woods could make one post in the entire year and he draws more attention to golf than everyone else. That's very true. So, very true. like, they they should redo the pit. Uh, is probably going to affect his yes because it's in the ruling, unless of a. Mm-hmm circumstance where this is like a season ending injury or um something along those lines uh mm-hmm. but it would be interesting to find out once they decide on that the the next thing i want to point out um in this field is wesley Bryan. Um, wesley Bryan from brian bros golf from brian bros golf yes he's in the field he's a past champion uh, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's gonna win, but he's in the field, no. um, which would be kind of cool. Um, yeah, to... we got uh, obviously John Rom, Scotty Scheffler in the field. John uh, Rom is number one in the world now too. He is. I don't think he's gonna win this weekend though. Everyone's wanting to go back to back with the jackets, <laughs> but he's. This is his first, second time playing uh, this course. And this course kind of favors uh, knowledge. Yes, from what I've been reading, and and he just he doesn't know the course, so I don't, I don't think he's going to do all that well. Um, we got Cantley and Spieth are back in. Uh, Spieth won last year, obviously. Two, uh, he beat, ugh, he defeated 
Cantley in a playoff, um, which was, I remember watching that. Uh, me and my family were gathered on TV watching. I had money on speed to win last year. And the whole house was just electric, going nuts. Because obviously on their approach, both of them put it in that uh, bunker short of the green. And then Spieth nearly chipped his in. He put it to seven inches. And it, we were just going nuts, like absolutely bonkers. Because we, we're all we're all big Spieth fans in my house. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time that uh, Spieth has held hold out from a bunker in one. No, not at all. I think it wasn't that his first win. He held out from a bunker uh, at John Deere. Yes, I believe so. He's done it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing. So good. Next thing. Um, do you know who won the first RBC Heritage? I don't know who won the first RBC Heritage. Alner Palmer won the first RBC Heritage. Oh, Palmer. That's a good one. Yeah. Nicholas has I won. I didn't know that. Nicholas has won this tournament twice. And there's only been one back-to-back winner in history. It's about to be two. <laughs> it's about to be two. Um, so, it's like like you said, and I mentioned to you before, Akshay Batia is in the field. Um, we got, a la- we got I got a lefty to watch. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I can't wait for that kid to start winning majors. And then uh, when everyone was like, asking me who this kid is that I've been like cheering and rooting for back when he yeah. wasn't even on the corn ferry yet. You're like, like a, a Leafs fan that's of like, golf. <laughs> no, because the Leafs fan, like they've been cheering for a bad team the entire time. I've been just cheering for this kid when, as he's grown up. So it'd be like, um, like someone that was a fan of Connor McDavid before Connor McDavid got drafted. And then now he's in Edmonton. Now he's cheering for Edmonton. That's fair. That's fair. Just gotta make sure you don't look like a bandwagon. Oh, it's I've I've been like reposting it's, his stuff since he was like got f- popular on social media. I'm good. It's good that it's on record right now because yeah, because when he wins uh, the Masters in like four years, come back to this video. I'm not a bandwagon. We will. We'll put the clip in if we're uh, still making these things in four years from now when Akshay wins the Masters. Yep. Put this clip in. Yep. Dylan said it here first. Um, on other notes in the golf world, Azalatoris is done for the season. Yeah, uh, back surgery. Yep. He he chose to take the surgery because he said living in pain uh, hurts, basically. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, yeah, the... out for the season. Um, I'm disappointed by that. I was looking forward to his season this year. He was... I always love watching golf. He's, he's fun, to, fun to watch. But uh, hopefully he gets better soon. See him back next season. Yeah, him and Sam Bennett from, like, Sam Bennett has, are very lanky guys with ridiculous rotation. So, yeah. Sam Bennett, if you're paying attention, uh, get that doctor's phone number just in case. <laughs> yeah, Sam Bennett. We didn't even talk about Sam Bennett. We were talking about the Masters. Uh, what a weekend for the 23-year-old. And he missed out on a ton of money. Crazy amounts of money. That sucks. Like, but, I mean, he probably made it up in, like, sponsorships and meet, social media stuff, but, like, still. Oh, yeah, in one of his, like, post-round interviews, he literally said that 
the uh, NIA deals have been good this year. So, <laughs> yes, I, I, I could imagine they'd be pretty solid. So, so now they're going to be even more solid. Even better, yeah. Uh, just what what a weekend! Like it was. Uh, I was watching the post round interview um, in Butler Cabin um, when they had the low low amateur previous uh, winner, and then the, this year's winner. So it was Sam Bennett, John Rom, Scotty Scheffler, and they're talking about Sam Bennett and how he was uh, set to go play a thirty six hole carry your own bag tournament on on the Monday. And Scotty Scheffler and uh, Rom just started laughing. <laughs> they just <laughs> couldn't believe that this kid just played the weekend of the Masters and he was going to go play 36 holes in one day. He, he ended up withdrawing from that because, like, no one's going to fault him for doing that. He's had the craziest weekend of his life. But just the prospect of having to uh, get into play at the Masters and then having to go in back carrying your own bag was just hilarious to those guys. Yeah. And, like, what he's got NCAA's coming up too and stuff like that. So, like he's he's got mm-hmm. some more golf to play. He'll be there at the U.S. Open this year as well. So be excited to see what mm-hmm. he can do and see if he can actually maybe win the U.S. Open this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't know if he he can win it, but I'd like to see him back back out in the in the field for a major. See if he can see if he can go low again. That'd be really cool. It'd be cool for himself just to prove to himself that he definitely it wasn't just a fluke it'd be cool to prove to the golf world that this game's this game's not an old game it's for the young guys now yeah and like how he said was uh when they're asking me about pressure and stuff like that he was like i know my game's good enough to be here and we're just gonna see what happens and uh so that's why if he feels like that going into the u.s open he's got a real chance to shoot some low numbers um Apparently, there's been only like five players who've played under par here at the U.S. Open. I can't remember which course is that. I was just literally watching a video of uh, Ben Hannon, right? Uh, played on PGA Tour Canada last year. He did a video at the golf course where the U.S. Open will be, and he said like there's only been like five that have been under par for the tournament and when tiger won their last he shot like three under the first day and then went even the rest of the tournament and won so wow one two three under may win this u.s open this year that's crazy yeah at least so so fun to watch well like at wingfoot when bryson won at wingfoot he was the only one under par yeah, that was when uh, that was around the first time where he started coming out just bombing it down fairway. It didn't matter if he was in the rough or not; he just had a, he always had a wedge in every green. Yeah, he, didn't he go like driver wedge on a par five? Yeah, yeah. He just it was just like he just didn't care where he ended up as long as he could hit a wedge, he was fine. And he would even if he hit a bad chip, he's still out up and down for par. Or, yeah, yeah. That, that was the whole rollback discussion stems from those guys like Bryson get huge cranking the ball down the fairway and then and then win it yeah and look what has it done for him now not much good he missed the cut at the Masters and he like, he can barely keep up with that life I don't know why anybody would want to do that to themselves if you watch like his, his vlogs and stuff 
Like it just it looks like it just sucks. It doesn't look fun at all to me. Yeah, like he's he's on the he's like such a scientist, so I think he likes it because he's being all scientific and all this stuff. But like to the point where you're putting your body through something, you're turning it into more of a machine than a like golf swing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and it's just it, so yeah. Anyways, um. Yeah, I'm really pumped for the RBC Heritage. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good, relaxed, fun weekend with a lot of big names. It's going to be, going to be fun. And Justin Thomas is your 2023 RBC Heritage winner. You're picking Justin Thomas? No, I'm not. But I'm just, I'm just bugging you because you want uh, Spieth to win. Spieth. It's, it's not – I don't want Spieth. It's going to be Spieth. It's just we got to wait a couple of days. My, my picks – um, there's one American in it, and his name is not Justin Thomas. Just, just letting you know. Okay. All right. All right. Shall we uh, keep trucking this thing along? Yes, we shall. So, um, do we want to do picks first, or the course difficulty? We do. Uh, we do picks. I, I think we save course difficulty from one of the last things. Okay. I don't know if I want to get to it or not today. I, don't, I was thinking about it. I don't really like the question. Okay. Was it done? I, I think I put that in there. Yes, you did. Yeah. So, right, picks. Picks from last week. So, we're going to go through it. First, my dark horse was Tony Finau. Uh, he shot level par for the tournament, made the cut. Go me. Good you pick. picked That's good pick. Cam Young, minus six for the tournament. So, you're already ahead by six shots. Six shots ahead. Yes. Soon, you'll be... Uh, 11 shots ahead because my top 10 <laughs> player was Rory McIlroy. Bad pick. Plus five. Yeah, that's a bad pick. That, that was a good pick at the time. It's a bad pick now. Yeah. And now your boy, Max Homa, plus six. Oh. <laughs> so it's plus five to even par. All right. Okay. So our random pick. Um,. You have Sahith Tagala with yeah. minus five. I know he finished well. So you finished the week at minus five. Finished the week at minus five. That's not a bad score. And I, my last pick was Tom Kim at two under par. I don't know so I finished at plus three. Oh, all right. Well, week one, Masters week. Big dub. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, honestly, I forgot. Um, I, I I didn't hear Tom Kim's name all weekend, and I didn't hear. I don't think I heard Tony Fino's name all weekend. They were kind of out of the out out of the. They were like not doing poorly, so the news wasn't covering not the news. The coverage wasn't covering their collapse, but they weren't doing fantastic, so they weren't showing the good shots. I, I completely forgot about them. Yeah, they they so were they were true dark horses this week. Yeah, they definitely were. So, all right, we ready? I think I'm ready. I I have a couple of my obviously I know one of my picks for sure, but um, I gotta take a minute to you, you go first. I'll pick as you're picking. So I'm guessing you're picking Spieth. Spieth to win. Uh, okay. Spieth's my my guy. Spieth is Spieth top your 10? top ten guy, or is he your dark horse because he's not inside the top ten? I don't know. He's not in the top ten. Do we count him? Like 
I feel like it'd be unfair to not count him as my top ten because he he won last year. He's doing so good. He finished, had a good finish at the Masters. Like he's he's yes, he's not in the top ten, but he's a big name. So I don't know. It's uh, kind of up to our discretion. Do I do I get another big name pick? I don't know. Do you want another big name pick? You're already well, you're already up a few shots on me for the year. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Jordan's I'm taking Jordan Speed to win. And since he's not in the top ten, I'm gonna invoke the not top ten rule. Okay. So we're so he's gonna be your like dark horse then, I'm guessing, because he's not a random pick. He's gonna be my because I my, I think dark horses should be people that are like outside of the top fifty. Okay. So then he's your random pick. He's my random guy. Okay. Yeah. Who's your random? My random is Shane Lowry. Oh. Okay. Yeah. He played well at the Masters. He uh-huh. did. Let me pull up his stats real quick. How did, did he? Did he? Has he played in this tournament before? I'm assuming I have he has. No clue. I, I I didn't look that far in oh. advance. I just know. Just a quite, feeling, huh? He he played well last week. I feel like he can keep it going. As long as he's like under par for the weekend, we're good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He shot. He went 68, 72, 73, 73 at the Masters. He finished T sixteen, two under total. Thirteen birdies, four and then pars, nine bogeys, one double bogey. Yeah, I I'd say that's a that's a solid pick. Yep. So. Shane Lowry is my random pick. Shane Lowry is your random pick. All right. Uh, you want to go top tens or dark horses? Dark horse. Dark horse. I got to take a look. Uh, Mine is Akshay Batia. Yeah, I, I could have guessed. <laughs> he you has... ramble on about Akshay Batia while I look at the field real quick. <laughs> so Akshay <laughs> hasn't missed a cut in a PGA Tour event he's played in. Mm-hmm. He his last time on the PGA Tour, he was a solo third, which got him his his tour card. He was one spot out of the money, or one spot lower on the money leaderboard last year to miss his card. Mm-hmm. So this kid is hot. This kid is rolling, and this this kid is gonna have an amazing year on tour as a rookie. And like I said. He's going to win the Masters in four years. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Like, I like the stats. My uh, my dark horse, my outside top 50 guy, you know him, you love him, you've seen him on Netflix, Joel Damon. Joel Damon. Damon Damon. I don't know. It doesn't matter how you pronounce his name. He's the funniest guy on tour. Have you heard the story uh, about him shooting like uh, nine under with 10 birdies after being – like hammered yeah because he thought he thought he was he thought he was out he got uh started hammering the white claws in between rounds and he was like oh i'm still in <laughs> he had to yeah. play another round yeah. a couple white claws deep no that that was the u.s open no like he played on the corn Ferry tour he thought he missed the cut he had an early more like the first tee time off the next day he was still drunk walking to the first tee Apparently, he's got a video of him walking to the first tee drunk, shoots 10 under par with nine or, or not, nine under par with 10 birdies, and then he was top five going into Sunday. I did not hear that story. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's so sick. 
I, I'll send you the link for it later. Okay, yeah, well, I'll have to look at that. No, that's really sick. That makes me want to pick him even more. <laughs> Looking at his uh, his career stats, 163 events played, one PGA Tour win, 113 out of 163 cuts made. That's a pretty good uh, ratio. Uh, he's got two runner-ups, uh, 20 top 10 finishes. I don't know, man. I I, I just I saw his name, and it was just kind of gleaming out to me. Pick me, pick me. Okay, so now yeah. we're on to top ten. Top ten. Take a look. Hmm. I don't know. Do you want to pick him, or do you want, or who do you want to pick here? I'm going Matt Fitzpatrick. Oh, I didn't. I didn't think you were going to go with Matt Fitzpatrick. Is he in the top ten? He is. Unless he fell sure? out. I'm looking at top. I'm looking at the OWGR right now. Matt Fitzpatrick is not in the top ten. He's not in the top ten. Sweet. I'm not He's taking a top 16. ten. Sixteen. He fell down. He was in the top ten like, like recent. So recently from yeah. All right. He finished minus four T ten for the Masters. Yeah, he had a good weekend. He had a guy's got busted teeth though. I know he had braces a while ago. He still does. He still has those braces. Yeah, he's yeah. He needs to get those things fixed. Did you? Um, I guess he is getting them fixed. Did you see his um, girlfriend? I have not. Oh, his girlfriend is a Southern Belle. No way. <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> Matt Fitzpatrick, you dog. <laughs> I just sent you a video of, um, on Instagram. It's going to be of them interviewing her. She is. I'll mute myself so it doesn't like backfeed or anything. She... She is gorgeous. She's got Good the draw. For you, too. Fitzy. That's another reason why I picked him this week, was because I saw that. <laughs> oh, he's got a hot girlfriend. <laughs> he's already won. Yeah, he already did. Like, that's a lucky guy. Like, I, I would pick DJ to win just because of Pauline and Gretzky. No, he, DJ, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, for non-girlfriend-related reasons, this weekend I'm picking, picking Patrick Cantley. Patrick Cantley. To, uh, he's my top ten pick. He's fourth in the world right now. He Obviously, we talked about earlier, he uh, lost in a playoff to Spieth last year. He's got some really good finishes in his past couple of years at, uh, at the RBC Heritage. Let's see if I can look at this. He... Cantley has four top tens in five appearances at Harbortown, including three top threes. And he finished T14 last week's Masters. So, I don't know. I feel like he's playing some good golf. He knows the course. He almost won it last year. He lost to the greatest golfer ever, Jordan Speed. I think he's he's bound to go low. Have a good weekend. 
Let's see what. Let's see what real quick. What Patrick Cantley's girlfriend looks like. <laughs> now I'm curious what all all the uh, golfers, uh, significant others look like. She is also very pretty. She looks. I don't know if there's there's a picture of her, them two after he won. It looks like the BMW. She looks like really young. What is this picture? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, gotta, I, I gotta send this to you. I love how this turned into the hot or not of professional golfers' girlfriends. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's a section segment we can do, but it's a segment I would love to do. <laughs> Look well, at uh, the picture I just sent you on um, Instagram. Yeah, Patrick Cantley's got a cute girlfriend. <laughs> He's gonna. You see that? That's crazy. You got to put that picture on the screen. Right Patrick now. Cantley, you dog. <laughs> you dog. <laughs> Okay, so now yeah. we got our pick set. Hopefully, I have a better week and I can set. catch up on the yearly standings and potentially win uh, week two. What's it? What's in it for the winner of the at the end of the season? I have no clue yet. I have. We'll figure something out. We'll figure we'll something some out. It might be like if yeah. I win the lottery to the Masters, you might get a Masters ticket. Perfect. And if I win, you might get. If I win the lottery and you win, you might get a Masters. Ticket. Exactly. Um, we're, we're going to Masters either way. Yeah, of course. So, top five golf courses, like dream golf courses. Oh, I have them already. I think about them almost every day. Okay. So, we're going to start at number five. Um, I have a or in it because one's a public course that I can guarantee like one day I can play on. The other one's a private course, and I would need to fandangle some strings to be able to play on it. Mm-hmm. So at number five, it's Seminole, which is in Florida. Yeah, it's the top-rated golf course in Florida, or TPC Sawgrass. Oh, I think, I think, oh, that's really tough. That is that. Those are two. That's a good. That's a good five. That's a yeah. strong five. It's a strong five. Like. I, I would love to play Seminole, but I know it's going to be very unlikely. So that's why I have TPC Sawgrass there as like an an or. Yeah, an or. just the or. What, what's your uh, number? my ta- my number five Cabot Cliffs? Cabot Cliffs, Cabot. So Cabot is like in the top ten, but it's oh, yeah. not top five for me. I'm going to Nova Scotia at the end of May. Obviously, I'm not going to be able to get on it because I didn't work think about it but i want to see see if i can at least swing by it pick up a hoodie from the pro shop or something just because it's just so look at, look at that picture right now i'm almost drooling over my computer you know it's so beautiful it it's the canadian pebble beach yeah which also happens to make my list it makes my list too and it's in a peculiar spot okay all right well so number moving. four what's, what's your number four number four Pinehurst, number two. Okay. Hosting the U.S. Open, not this year, next year. Mm-hmm. Um, might might try to play in the North-South next year. Don't know. That'd be nice. Uh, I would have to get in, and that's invitational or invite only, but you have to apply to be invited. Um, 
interesting. But yeah, so Pinehurst number two. Beautiful. It's a beautiful course. I've watched a lot of videos on that course. I want to play for just, the U.S. Open tees just just cause to see how well I, I can yeah. get the ball around. And if you get a birdie, you got to go to uh, if you get birdie a two, on a part three. If you get a two on number two, you get a, yeah. Like that's what it was, right? Little I can't remember what ball marker thing that yeah. says I two on two or something like that. Yeah, yeah that's a cool course. Um, my I, I'm sticking with the theme here. I guess I, I kind of figured out what kind of courses I like to play. My number four is Bandon Dunes. Ooh, Bandon's a good one. Bandon's in my top ten Bandon, too. Bandon's, I, I just I don't know. I like the oceanside cliffs, undulating. Kind of looks like it was just carved out of the earth, and someone just slapped grass down. Like that's all they that's all they did to it. Okay, so this is where I'm going to get backlashes at number three. Okay, let's hear it. Augusta National. Ooh, yeah, that is uh, that's a pretty controversial number three. Yeah, my theory is one. My favorite uh, major championship is the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. My second mm-hmm. favorite major is the Open at St Andrews, and then the Masters. Mm-hmm. So personally, yeah. from me playing Tiger Woods when I was little, you press A to start. You press. A again, and that gave you Pebble Beach, and you went up one on the stick and press A, and you're playing as Mike Weir. That's that's why I like Pebble Beach so much, and Augusta not as much. Interesting. All right, yeah. So it's got a little bit of like a nostalgia factor back in the day sort of thing. I like that. That's a good pick. You know, sometimes courses aren't some these lists of like which course would you rather play doesn't have anything to do with how nice the course is. It's just how much the course means to you. Yeah, so like uh, Augusta National being at three fits in perfect with exactly what I said. And I also mentioned my one and two in, in that sentence. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. My number three, um, I'm going to have to go with Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach. Okay. So that, it's lower than on my list, but again, like... It fits, fits my theme. Fits your theme. Uh, they play... That AT&T Pro-Am there. It's in one of my favorite places, California. Uh, it's just so beautiful. Get the all, best get all the stretch weather, the, of holes, the seven, eight, nine. Yep. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's just, And it's one of those courses like anybody can play. I think all the courses I've said, anybody can play. Exactly, yeah. It's just It takes about three years to get on to Pebble Beach. That's a, that's another reason why Augusta National is so low compared to everything else is because it's private. And it's the same reason why I kind of push, like Seminole kind of gets pushed out of the, my top five, kind yeah. of, is because they're both um, like private courses. But I, I, I agree that like the, the, the degree of unattainability can, is kind of a turnoff for some of those like way up there courses. Yeah. So number two, mm-hmm. St. Andrews Old Course. Yep. The home of golf. The home of golf. You can't you can't have a top five courses without having St. Andrews. Yeah. Um, unless you ask Ryan Roblar, then it's Augusta, 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 Augusta for his top five. Oh, but, interesting. I didn't really have that many Augustas. I know. I didn't know that either. <laughs> but um, St. Andrews is my number two. All right. Yeah. That's a, I mean, that's a solid number two. Uh, it's... It's a beautiful course in and of itself. 
but the history that you just nothing can beat the history that's there oh with my life revolving around golf going to yeah. st andrews would be like just normal life for me like st andrews is all golf and i yeah. i wake up i work for a golf company i go to the golf course i come home i do a podcast about golf i, I my life it's, is golf so say your, your pilgrimage to your homeland exactly all right, my number, uh, what are we on, two? Yes, number two. My number two is going to be, ooh. My number two is going to be Augusta. Augusta, okay. So, again, very controversial because it's not controversial. number one. It's not, not number one The for a couple reasons. One, the attainability um, throws me off a little bit. Yeah. Two, it's not, it's not the t- type of golf course that I traditionally like to play. Like if I had, if I got to play anywhere I wanted in the world, I don't like a lot of trees. I like, I like the open vast expanse. You can see almost every hole from every tee box. Um, but one of the big, big things about it for me is a, it's beautiful. Like it's just, it's everything's so pure. It's pristine. And then the history that's there is also like huge for me. Yes. So, so, so you're a Lynx guy, aren't you? I am a Lynx guy, mainly because it's almost you can spray your ball and find it a lot easier. <laughs> yes, I, I I like Lynx courses too. Um, considering the fact the only two courses I've played this year so far has been Kingsville, and then I've played at Ambassador. So my first choice mm-hmm. to like other than the course I'm a member at was a Lynx course. Um, yeah. Played Tarandawa last year, which is a Lynx course just past uh, yeah. London. Beautiful. Yeah, I've heard about that. That it, it gets burnt out. It's almost like playing at St Andrews. Like it, they burn it out. It's firm and fast, and it's... Yeah. I've heard good things about that course. I've heard the name of that course a couple times in conversations like these. Yeah, like I, I didn't like the greens there because they were rolling almost too fast. Like they wouldn't keep. Mm-hmm. The, the line, stamp. <laughs> it was they're probably rolling like a 15 like that's how dry it was that's ice that's it was, ice it, it, it was fat just almost as fast as like augusta probably yeah it just wouldn't hold its line which was unfortunate yeah. and then now on to my number one selection number uno um you can probably guess what it is because i already mentioned it mm-hmm. it's pebble beach golf links pebble beach the best par three in all of golf. It's number seven. The, the whole seven, you can't. It is literally my. That's uh, not not there right now because my my phone's on sleep mode. It's a whole fi- seven Pebble Beach. It's a fifty degree wedge. It's literally my lock screen. That's sick. It's it. I have it. I have like a rotating lock screen with golf, and all of my courses on my top five list are on there. Yeah. Um, but. Hole seven is either a fifty degree wedge or a seven iron, depending yeah. on the wind. It's crazy. Like it's it's like a what? It's like a hundred and thirty yards downhill, plays like a hundred mm-hmm. yards. But if you're into wind there, you're you're screwed because it's right it's on the ocean. I've seen videos of people hitting driver off that T box. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's crazy. Shout it, out Frankie Borelli, who's never been able to get a ball off the tee box <laughs> it, it talks about it all the time he just dribbles him off every time he can't he can't hit the ball on that tee box it is the best par three in all of golf 
Um, arguably in the best stretch of holes, like seven, eight, nine, right along the water yep. there. Eighteen is a beautiful, like finishing hole. Like, I mean, like you got like yeah, one, just... two, like three as you're coming out towards the water is like, eh. But for me, it's the fact that I played it a lot on the video game growing up mm -hmm. and just like me wanting to record YouTube videos and like taking photos and posting stuff on my Instagram. That seven, the seventh hole video would be worth all of its weight in that 30 second clip of me hitting the golf ball onto the green that my $600 round was cost. Oh, 100%. Like, Even just being there. Just sitting foot there. Like there's again, there, I'm a, I, I'm sure you can tell I love golf history. The history that, that that's there, the stories and stuff. Tiger standing on uh, 18, hits a ball out of bounds, goes to another ball, goes to get another ball from his caddy. His caddy looks. There's one ball left, and it's like you run out of balls in the tournament. You're DQ'd, right? And Tiger goes to the exact same tee shot, does not play it safe. He didn't tell Tiger he doesn't have any balls left. And it's like, just the different the story, crazy stories that come out of there is insane. Well, you're not DQ'd if you run out of balls. You're DQ'd if you use someone else's ball. You have to use the same oh. golf ball. Yeah. So what happens if you run out of balls? Uh, you yell at the guy in the tour truck, and he brings you out another dozen, and then everyone makes fun of you because you're a PGA Tour pro, and oh, you okay. have... A brand new dozen of balls coming to you. I remember. I remember hearing someone that you got your DQ. So that story's not as dramatic, but it's still pretty funny. Yeah. Because, um, because at the PGA level, um, you could only use the same like one specific golf ball. So if you use a Pro V One X, you can't use a Pro V One or a Pro V One X left dash. It has to be a Pro V One X. Yeah. Okay, so now you're number one. My number one is going to be St Andrews. St. Andrews. Okay. I, I'm okay with that being number one. Um, Gotta be St. Andrews. St. Andrews, the old course, history. It's on my list. It's Silicon Bridge. Oh, yeah. My. Everything that. The Road Hole 17. There, there's a golf course in Windsor, or not in Windsor, in Ontario, where you can um, be able to experience yeah. some of the holes i've heard of it. i've heard it's like a semi-replica yeah um, and if we if we want to jump into it right now we can talk about the um top five golf courses you want to play this summer yeah i'm in so i'm at number five and it's the pulpit club uh that's where the pulpit canadian club. yeah it's where the canadian am is and if i get to play it that means i'm in the canadian am and that's why i want to play it <laughs> that makes sense I, I honestly I don't have a list of uh, I don't have a list of courses in the area that I want to play yet. I haven't I haven't thought about it like locally as, as much. Um, I just know places that I want to go. Okay, where where's places you want to go? I want to I, I want to play some golf in Michigan. So you want to play some Michigan golf? So play like some golf in Michigan, northern Michigan, where it's like hilly and yeah, I want to play. I, I like let's. See what courses I can find in Michigan right now that kind of what I want to talk about. You 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 keep going with your list, and I'm just gonna do some research. Okay, you do some research. Number four, I have the nest at Friday Harbor. 
That's another link style course. It's in uh, northern Ontario, kind of towards uh, not like not really Muskoka, but it's also not really near um, like Blue Mountain area. It's like out that way. Um, mm-hmm. Number three is the course that uh, you you would love to play. It's wooden sticks. Um, I think so. From what it reads, is thirteen out of the eighteen holes is replica holes. So you got Amen Corner. So you got twelve and thirteen at Augusta. That's you cool. you have one seventeen and eighteen from St Andrews. You have seventeen from Sagres. You have. Uh-huh. Uh, where's there? There's a few. Hold on, let me look it all up. Okay. Yeah, so I'm looking at. I know the, the the loop in Michigan, Forest Dunes. I've uh, I would be nice, it'd be really cool to get out and play that. Have you heard of that that course? Of course, I can be played forwards and, and backwards. Hi, Cat. You're making an appearance again in the podcast. Yeah, so the loop, that can, the course can be played forwards and backwards. It's in Michigan. Um, it's called Forest Dunes. I, that'd be a really cool one to play. I've seen a couple people, a couple videos of people playing that there. Um, I want to play. I just, I just want to play golf outside of the, the county that we live in because I've only ever golfed locally. So I want to. I just want to expand my uh, horizons a little bit. Okay, so 12 and 13 at Augusta National. Um, Amen Corner. Uh, That's their third and fourth hole, so like you get thrown into it ASAP. And they have a scoreboard there. On the scoreboard, it has the previous champion of the Masters in the same score. So you'll see, like, Rom's name at 12 under par on the course. That's really the cool. 11th hole is the post, the famous uh, postage stamp um, par 3 at Troon. Yeah. And there's also a B-side to that tee box. So you could come one day and it would be the postage stamp at Troon. Or it could be the rabbit at Troon, which is a different tee box. So they have two different tee boxes for that. So you can get two holes from Tr- Troon Golf Club. Um, like I said, uh, so 10, 15, and 18 are inspired by the uh, St. Andrews. So the Swilkin Bridge is on there. They have the Road Hole, and they also have... Um, then they have 10, which is like number one at um, St. Andrews. So it's a big, wide-open fairway between 10 and 18. Same setup as that. That's cool. Um... And then, like I said, uh, you got 17 at Sawgrass. And number one is from Oakmont Country Club, which is in Pennsylvania, which has hosted um, U.S. Opens. So all of these holes are pretty much re- replica holes except, like, four, if my math That'd is correct. Really cool. So that is a golf course that I want to play just so I can take pictures on the Spoken Bridge there and then compare it to when 100%. I actually have to go there. We should make... Uh... We should make a trip out of it. 
I'm down. Yeah, I, I'm. Trust me, I've been trying to go for the last three years, and I've been trying to find groups to go. Um, my number two on my list to play this year is Cobble Beach. I'm playing a tournament at Cobble Beach this year. Um, mm-hmm. It's a, another like Canadian Pebble Beach. It's a Lynx course right on right on the coast of like Lake Michigan. Um, yeah. So it's a another beautiful like Lynx style golf course that everyone kind of will enjoy. Yeah. That looks, I'm looking at pictures of it right now. It looks fucking gorgeous. Yes. On the water there. Yeah, it looks really nice. And then my last course to play this year, which is, in my opinion, the Augusta of Canada. Mm -hmm. It's Cherry Hill Golf and Country Club. Yeah, you said, you mentioned that uh, the first time I texted you, you mentioned Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill. You turn left off of like a kind of like. Just a two-lane highway in the middle of nowhere. Cherry trees line the street in the early spring. They're blossoming with the pink flower. You come up. There's the pro shop and the clubhouse on the left. You got the driving range on the right. The club pro comes and meets you. He's in a uh, suit jacket with the logo on on the chest. It is literally, in my opinion almost like going to augusta that's pretty cool it is um one of the best canadian golf architects of this generation right now who's currently working on redesigns for tpc toronto uh he says that the best greens in all of canada are at cherry hill wow that's uh that's pretty high praise yes i um I would love to be a member there, but it's ridiculously expensive, and it's I also like look at these pictures. It's, it's like crazy. four hours away. Yeah, that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, <laughs> Man, I hope that place looks. I watched uh, that video you sent to me of that of that course, like the flyovers and stuff. Yeah, everything Just looks slopes to Buffalo. Pure. Pure. I, I, I shot like a 94 there last year. The greens were insane. That'd be tough. Yeah. The winner shot 82. Wow. That's how tough it That's was. That's really tough. Yeah. Like, I 94, I should be like way in dead last. No, like I was only 10 shots back. Wow. That's a, that's a tough course. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Beautiful. So I think we need to stop it here. It is nine thirty, and you said your um, your limit was nine thirty. So this is going to be a little a little shorter episode today. Yeah, we'll have a lot to uh, a lot prepared for next week. Yes. So um, this weekend, I'm going to make sure I do more research so we can go more in depth because I kind of yeah yeah me. Me too. I also did only research like a half hour before this. Uh, yeah, episode. I was on the I was on the golf course a half an hour before this. So like, yeah. So I'll have um th- three days off of golf so I can sit down and write stuff. 
Um, actually, I'm going to have four right. days off because I'm not golfing tomorrow, and I won't be golfing probably until Monday. You're not playing at all this weekend? No, I'm going to Toronto. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I'm yeah, working I'm in playing, Toronto. Uh... Doing, I'm raffing hockey. Oh, nice. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So. I'm playing playing Bellevue on Saturday, Friday. That's that's all the golf that I have planned. Might 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 try and squeeze nine in on Sunday, see if I can get off on like Orchard View or something. But I mean Orchard yeah. View is a great course to just kinda of sneak on and use. Just hop on, just smack the ball around a little bit. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much all the golf that I do is I just hop on the course, smack the ball around a little bit, have fun. Yeah, you just follow the white ball and wherever the white ball goes, you go. Wherever the white ball goes, I go. And I write down the amount of times that I hit it, and I get mad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, thank you guys for listening as we just went through our weekend plans. Um, Make sure you come back uh, (laughs) next Thursday, because I think it's going to end up being just like a Thursday thing. Um, We might be able to get it out earlier if we decide to record earlier in the week. Might have to happen if I'm going to tournaments and stuff. Yeah, Mondays would be good Mondays would be good. Yeah, Mondays would probably work because I usually am not playing Mondays until it's like beautiful outside. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to go play Mondays. So I think mm-hmm. Mondays would Me probably too. be a good thing for us to record and then we can kind of push it back. But at this time, moment in time, we're going to be doing Thursdays. So it's going to be for yeah. sure up on Thursdays. Um, perfect thing to listen to right before the tournament starts Thursday morning. Yeah. So thank you guys for watching. Like, comment, and subscribe. Um share it around please and thank you we would appreciate it and have a great rest of your weekend enjoy the golf see you guys